Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I want to believe that He is an incarnation. God manifest in the flesh. He said He was. I want to believe that He dealt with the sin problem. I want to believe that He died for my sins. And that He rose again for my justification. I want to believe that He's seated at God's right hand right now. And He's there today as the intercessor and the mediator of the human race. I want to believe that what He said about heaven is true. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you so. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there might be also. Skepticism holds no guarantee for the future. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series The Name of Jesus by Kenneth E. Hagen. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's message. If he's not Lord, then the laws that have been founded upon his teachings have lost their force. The morals that surround marriage with its lofty ideals have no basis of fact. Because this battle is raised in the church is one reason that in our life today, in our social life, and among our young people, they're living together without marriage. Nobody can do that and believe in the deity of the Son of God. And there's a permissiveness in sexuality. Nobody can be permissive and know and believe that Jesus Christ is deity. Because if you believe that, you're going to follow His precepts and His teachings and His morals. If Jesus of Nazareth is not a revelation from God with divine authority, then He is but a man. If He is but a man, then all that we've built around Him must be destroyed. And we've built around this man our modern civilization. He has been the inspiration of young men. They have kept themselves clean and pure as they've looked upon his wonderful life and sought to win his smile. Young women in the secret of their chamber have looked upon the face of the man of Galilee and have pledged to preserve the purity of their womanhood that they might be worthy of the love and the confidence of the man who died 2,000 years ago for humanity. Children have been incited to obedience and purity by the examples and the teaching of that man of Galilee. Businessmen have been deterred from crooked dealings by the consciousness that one day they must meet that man and give an account of the deeds done in their office. For we must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, talking about Christians, to give an account of the deeds done in the body. Men of all walks of life have felt a strange kinship with this man who walked the shores of Galilee. To say that he was but a good man is an insult. 
To say that he was the highest expression of deity in humanity is to throw the lie into his face. Jesus is or he is not what he said he was. We have no record of his sayings nor of his doings outside of the four gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And if we repudiate them then we have but a mythical picture of the man called Jesus. If we challenge one of them, we have a right to challenge all of them. Either he stands or falls on these four biographical sketches. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If he is not the Son of God, who is he? I want to believe that he is an incarnation. God manifest in the flesh. He said he was. I want to believe that he dealt with the sin problem. I want to believe that he died for my sins. And that he rose again for my justification. I want to believe that he's seated at God's right hand right now. And he's there today as the intercessor and the mediator of the human race. I want to believe that what he said about heaven is true. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you so. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there might be also. Skepticism holds no guarantee for the future. But thanks be unto God. The word of God's true. I said the word of God's true. The Lord Jesus Christ is the son of God. He is deity. That's what stands back of that name. Deity. Deity. God himself. Stands back of that name. For we read here. Where his name. A virgin shall bring forth a child. And his name shall be called Emmanuel. God with us. Hallelujah. Now we can see here in our own nation, a man would have to be a fool not to be able to see it. The wave of crime and lawlessness that's sweeping over the land is but a byproduct of the modernist challenge of his integrity. But I'll tell you, bless God, in this training center, we're here to establish the integrity of the Word of God. That means the integrity of the Lord Jesus Christ. For He's the living Word. He is God manifested in the flesh. He is truth. And He's alive today. And He's given unto us the name. And we have a right to use that name in our petitions and our prayers to use that name against the devil and all of our enemies. To use that name in ministering healing to the sick. James even wrote to the church and said, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray for him, anoint them all in the name. Anointing them with oil in the name. Whose name? The name of the Lord. Listen, you can appreciate that. Let's look at those two scriptures together now and we'll close. Turn to James, the fifth chapter now. And I want you to see something. And then turn back to our text, one of the texts that we used in Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians, the second chapter. And let's read these two, two portions of Scripture in conjunction to see something. 
14th verse of James 5, Is any sick among you? Among who? Church. Church. Let him call for the elders of the church. So he's talking about the church, isn't he? In other words, we could read like this. Is any sick among the church? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, the oil won't heal you. That wasn't what healed you. That's just a symbol. It's the name here again. The name of the Lord. Now why? Why anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord? Alright, go back there to Philippians 2. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things or margin reads and many Bible reads beings in heaven and beings in earth and things are beings under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. He's master over that sickness in the name of the Lord. 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 Romans, we quoted earlier, 6.14 said, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Uh, another translation reads, For sin shall not lord it over you. You see, if anything dominates you, it lords it over you. It's your lord. It's lording you. It's dominating you. Well, sickness is not our lord. Sickness is not to dominate us. Jesus is to dominate us. Jesus is our Lord. That's the reason that they're known with all in the name of the Lord. Because we're confessing that He's Lord over this body. And He's Lord over sickness and disease. He demonstrated that when He's here. It's all in His name. That's the key to the whole thing. That's the key to the whole thing. I have a confession to make. I've said it before. I'll say it again in a bare repetition right here before we close. I was healed, raised up as a Baptist boy by faith and prayer and began to preach that. And as I studied the word on the subject, I got and received more and more light on healing. But I'll be honest with you. There were certain diseases and certain conditions that I was afraid of. I think one thing is because uh, the way we've been brought up. Now, for instance, uh, certain mental cases. Because you see, as a little boy, my mother had a complete nervous when I was five years old. Had a complete, well, about five and a half, nervous, mental, and physical breakdown. And her mind didn't work right. And our home was broken. We went to live with the grandparents on the mother's side of the family. And in those days, we didn't have washing machines. You know, they'd wash and hang the clothes out on the line to dry. And Granny would go out and hang the clothes. Now, she said, now, 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 honey, because I was the oldest one at home, me and my youngest brother, the other two children, my sister and my bro older brother were in school. And nobody but just us there, see. And Granny's got to go. Now, you watch your mama. Because, you see, when your back was turned, she'd try to get a knife and cut her throat, kill herself. You had to watch her. Some way or another, that'll make an impression upon a little mind in those formative years. Some way or another, when I'd get around mental cases and insane people, and, and something other like that, that it would, I'd be afraid because I was afraid as a kid. You can understand that. You can understand that. I suppose you can. 
But I'll tell you how I won the victory over it. The Lord helped me here. He said, you don't have to stand against that. Let me give you the key here. Jesus said to me many years ago. He said, now, you're going to leave here. You've got a key in your pocket. I have one right here. You have a car outside the building where I was actually in a service when the Lord spoke to me. You have a key. Now, you're going out there to that car. It's your car. And you're going to put the key in the lock. And you're going to unlock that door. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of $12.75. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. People can watch us many different areas. Yes. Uh, you know, we have a channel on the Roku. On the Roku. Uh, it's under the spiritual category and go mm-hmm. and look for us. You can watch these Rhema Praise uh, video podcasts just by going to rhema.tv. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on live Sunday morning at 10, Sunday evening at 7, uh, Wednesday evening at 7. We're on live. Our services. Our services are from here are streamed. Uh-huh. And uh, you can listen to the Rhema Today radio podcast yes. uh, there. Uh, just uh, You can download and read the Word of Faith magazine. Just go there to rhema.org or rhema.tv and you can get all this information. If you're within driving distance of the Rama USA campus, then you'll want to make the drive to see the amazing Rama Christmas lights this season. Lights are on through New Year's night. Come see over 2 million breathtaking Christmas lights. Plus, experience the animated displays and grab a hot chocolate. For more info, visit rama.org today. Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Ken Hagen right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.